0: Hi, folks. Welcome back. This is Mike Callahan again. Uh, Glad you're uh, dialing in. And I want to give a shout out to my uh, friend Jeff Devereaux at No Veteran Left Behind for the support that he continues to provide to the podcast. Uh, I got a real special treat today. Uh, Happens to be my son, Wade Callahan, and he's located right here with me physically. So it's a little different than the way we've been doing some of the podcasts but uh, Wade's got a lot of experience in marketing, and one of the key topics that we talk about a lot is this idea of telling your story. And so I thought it'd be really good if we could bring him into the podcast and get his thoughts about what does it take to really effectively, How do you, what does that mean, telling your story, and how do you do that uh, when you're filling out a resume or when you're answering uh, an interview question? So. With no further ado, uh, Wade, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, uh, well, thanks for having me. Um, I own a small marketing firm. <clears throat> We're in Ferndale, Michigan. It's called Strive Creative. And we started that back in 05, right before things kind of took a dive from a financial standpoint, our economy. And so we went through some some tough times. And in that time, we, we really learned what it was going to take to succeed and not just, you know, as a company, but personally. And a lot of that for Strive and for anybody is we have to figure out how to tell our clients' stories. We They come to us for their advertising, and we don't want to just take their money and, and make a commercial and send them on their way. We want to make sure there's a return. We want to make sure that their money is well spent, and therefore we need to know their story. And it's it's a it's not just our job to figure it out. It's our job along with them. It's, it's a two way communication and we work with them and we also have to know who wants to hear their story. So it's, um, it's, you know, in, in advertising and marketing, but also in selling yourself, you really have to put your empathy hat on, um, to be able to see it from both sides. Cause it's not just about what you're saying, but it's about what the other person wants to hear and, and making sure those line up. So, it's
0: a two-way street street what you're really talking about is it's bigger than just you trying to put a list of things down on a resume you got to be thinking about who your audience is and yeah and how do you connect with them and, and what 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 makes the
1: story best for them too right i mean um again it's i think about it from the side of you know marketing a company but also marketing yourself and a lot of times on a resume it's it's a list of facts right um the problem with faxes when when they're left to their just themselves, they really become super dry and unintelligible from a story standpoint. Like there's, it gets boring, and and you need to know that it's it's not that resumes are bad. They're great. They're a foot in the door. That's where it starts. And you have to get them together, and they have to look good. and Maybe have to be professional, but you know, a resume alone can't do it. And same in commercials. If you just list all the things that make your company better, you it's just facts, and it's going to dry out that message and make nobody want to listen to it. So story is what blends it together. It's it's the it's the goo that holds those facts together and make it worth listening to. Um, and I think there's a lot of misconception about story and what that actually means. It's not like your tra- traditional three arc story where you know. You have the protagonist comes across a problem, it seems insurmountable, and finally in the third act, they solve it, and ta-da, all is done. That's, that's not necessarily it. You have to think smaller. It's like a story burst or, or just a moment in time or a lesson that you learned. And so um, from a personal standpoint, when you're interviewing, you want to have kind of like a group of those stories in your pocket about sometime, some time sometime in your life where you failed. It's okay to fail. Employers don't think you're always going to succeed it's what you do with that failure, um, you don't fail until you stop trying. But that type of story, knowing it and, and then knowing what you learned from it, and telling that to an employer that's so much more valuable than Oh, my, my, <laughs> my biggest weakness is my attention to detail. I'm a perfectionist, you know, you hear that all the hear that all the time. That's baloney. I mean, what you know, having these stories about failure, or having and, and what you learn from it, how you grew and how it's made you a better person. You know, and it's those, it's those small stories, it's not three acts, it's, it's just that lesson learned and, and having a collection like six of those, you know, lesson learned, a time that you were inspired, a time that you failed, a time that, you know, um, you worked together, came together to overcome an op- obstacle, different things like that. And those stories can lead you in different directions too, um, you know, when, when selling yourself.
0: Well, and it was something else that comes to mind too is when you're telling the story, because an interview is a two way street anyway. I mean it's it's not just you talking, it's not just them talking. So if you're telling a story, they're gonna say, Well, tell me more about that, or what what yeah. te- you know, how yeah, and the opportunity for it to expand and, and continue to grow and, and so right? be
1: yeah. be aware of that. That and that's super important. Um, you don't you don't write your stories down. It's not a scripted thing. You got to know the story and what you want to tell and where you're going with it, because you might need to change directions. I've been in so many conversations with people where they lose the room or they're the people that they're telling the story to, and they're oblivious to it. You know, I, and I'm sure everyone listening has had that moment when someone's telling a story and you can tell just it's too many facts, it's too dry, and they lose the room, but they're not being empathetic. They're not thinking about their audience. And so they just keep telling it, keep going, and you're checking your watch. And, you know, finally, the story comes to an end and you're like, OK, moving on. It um, you really need to be aware of how people are listening to your story because you might need to change it, not change the outcome, but shorten it or add something in, add another detail in that's going to pull them back in. And and so it's not about telling the same story every time that's that's going to become stale to you and you're going to lose the heart to tell it. You just know what the story is and you adjust it to the situation. So
0: expand on that a little bit. What kind of things would you recommend that people do
1: to practice? Right. That, to, get so, them, to get better at that. So, yeah, it's it's one thing knowing the story. It's another thing practicing it. Definitely tell your story in a mirror. You know, see your facial expressions. See what your hands do. Uh, personally, I use my hands more than I should when talking. And I practice that before I get up for a presentation because if, if I don't practice it, I know my hands are just going to go and and that's going to be distracting and and that's the other thing, yeah, practice, yes, don't memorize. But also understand your audience, like who they are, what their motivations are, and also understand it's it's not enough to tell a good story, but you need to know we're all wired to make shortcuts. Um we do it all the time. That's why advertising exists. It's because it's a shortcut to make a decision on a product. You know, you're that's where spokespeople come in, like, oh, I trust Michael Jordan or I like Michael Jordan and he wears Hanes. I'm gonna wear Hanes. Um, it might sound ridiculous, but our brains are doing it and we don't even know what's happening. But we use shortcuts all the time. Someone walks into the room who's gonna give a lecture and they're disheveled and their hair's not, you know, combed right, or you know, they have like something in the side of their mouth you know, it's super distracting. You just made you, you know, you might not even be aware of it, but you're making a, you're using a shortcut to make a decision about how much you want to listen to this person. And if you're not aware that those shortcuts are happening, that people are making these jump to, jumping to these conclusions, you're going to be at a disadvantage. And that's one of the ways to lose a room is when you don't understand and accept the shortcuts. But the best storytellers are the ones that take those shortcuts and turn them on their ear, where you walk into a room you're kind of slouched and slumped over and you can tell that no one's paying attention to you. And then you, then you come alive, you know, and I'm not suggesting you do that in interviews, but, but that's, you'll see the best storytellers play with their audience because they understand what's happening inside their audience's head. And so that's one thing when practicing practice in front of a live audience, tell the story to someone, tell, you know, go through it and, and get their feedback, you know, because you might not have that baked in yet. You might not realize, know what some of those shortcuts are and and someone else is going to help you you need to get an honest audience um don't just get someone who's going to tell you how great you are because that's not helping um they're not saying they have to tear you apart but you definitely want to get inside to your audience's head and what's making them tick and what parts of your story are making them want to and stay engaged
0: gotcha gotcha well you're really bringing up a key point there because uh, you know, I've been thinking kind of a, from a story. It's just me telling a story and 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 all. But you got to have a receiver. You got to have somebody that's tuned into and listening, and you got to pay attention and craft the story in a way that is engaging to them. Uh, in in addition to being meaningful to you as you're as you're telling the story. So in addition to practicing, are there other There's Uh, suggestions that you you might have for the One of my
1: favorite authors, Annette Simmons. Um, Annette Simmons? Yeah. uh, The Story Factor is one of her books. I'd highly recommend that. And once you start going down this um, rabbit hole of story, you'll find a lot more. (laughs) Stephen Denning is another one. He's a little more uh, leadership-focused, really good. Um, Annette, I just found really readable. Um, She had a lot of great stories within her books and um like i said she's my favorite but i would i would research it you're going to find probably a lot more authors too once you start going down that that rabbit hole so to speak and you know you gotta you gotta find the stories that you also like right you're you're the receiver this at this stage of it you're doing your research and you need to see what makes you tick and, and what you enjoy hearing about so it's it's up to you what you get out of it just like with anything in life right
0: yeah Hey, I I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but um, I I want to include a write-up and a little more about you, and we'll put those authors' names in the write-up. Yeah. Um, Can uh, can people reach out and send you an email or contact you if you have questions? Yeah, they can reach
1: me. I'm at Wade, W-A-D-E, at Strive, S-T-R-I-V-E, creative.com. Feel free to reach out, and don't feel bad if I don't get back to you right away. I'm a little overwhelmed with work these days, but I will respond for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, great. And again, we'll include that in the write-up too. Sounds
0: good. Okay. Well, are there any uh, final thoughts you have? Any uh, Anything
1: that you want to close with? Okay, so the beauty of story is that anyone can relate to it. And so even if your background isn't in the exact field that you want, as an employer, that matters a lot less to me than someone who can captivate me in the interview and, and has these stories and has these, these answers that I'm looking for. I'm, I'm much less looking for someone who went to school for the exact education because that, that this position requires, because a lot of that's on the job training, honestly. Um, every company is gonna do things slightly different. And so, well, really what we're looking for is someone who is a critical thinker and storytelling is, shows intelligence. It, and, it, and that's really what, as an employer, personally, I, can, I can't speak for everybody else, but I know other people feel the same way. Um, those are the type of employees that are invaluable. Um, it's not just about, you know, what you used to do, although those are the stories that are going to help us make those decisions. But it's about, you know, how you think and how you relate to people and, you know, how you can manipulate those shortcuts to your favor.
0: And you're hitting on a lot of things. Those soft skills of communication and problem solving and connecting with people and empathy with people, those are all demonstrated through a great story that you're telling. And that's uh, that's important in the in the selection process.
1: Yeah, empathy is is the key. You're right. Soft skills. Gosh, I remember when I went back and got my MBA, and there's those soft skill courses that everyone took, takes for granted because it's not like anything I'm even right now, I'm not saying anything. That's that revolutionary. It's, it's kind of common sense, but it's, it's not practiced because we take it for granted and empathy is the same way. Um, you, that's a skill you have to practice and be aware of. And the better you are at that, the better you're going to be at selling yourself and telling stories.
0: Okay. Well, listen, thank you. Thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. And, uh, to the listeners, uh, take a look at, uh, hope you enjoy listening to Wade and these ideas. Think about it. And if you want to maybe pick up uh, one of those books that he suggested, or reach out to him for more information. Uh, take take advantage of the opportunity. So, again, thanks for taking the time to do it. Thanks for having And uh, we'll see you around.